Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello? Look, I'm going to level with you. I have my own things to deal with. After all, we are about to crap a lovely landing. The Orphans, an original cinematic audio drama, is now available. And now, The Orphans Facility, an exciting new prequel series. Catch up with Season 1 with new episodes of Facility coming bi-weekly. The following program is presented by The Nerdy Show Network. Geeky programming for all nerds and otaku across the multiverse. All Nerdy Show programming is made possible by A Comic Shop, Orlando's number one comic shop and nerd destination. And with the generous support of listeners like you. To learn how you can support this and other fine geek programming, visit nerdyshow.com. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Wicked Anime Podcast. This is episode 141. I am your stupid, awesome <laughs> analyst, John Starr. And with me is the hard man with hard opinions, Andrew. Hi. We have our king, Baby Duck, Evan. Konnichiwa, my bastards and wenches. And returning for another week, our AAC security guy, Greg. Yeah, security guy, Greg, here. Woo-woo! And- Hi, Greg. Bye. <laughs> And finally, we have a returning uh, member to the cast. We have our fangirl, Victoria. Hi, newly, been a while. Newlywed <laughs> and yes. married. Yes. Mm-hmm. I, can, I can have a life now. I don't have to spend every dime on a wedding and plan and pulling my hair out from planning a wedding. And now you can spend every dime on your subscriptions to Funimation, VRV, and that Crunchyroll. That's but yes. <laughs> and finally, opening up the Nakery. Yeah, that's right. Get on that. Welcome back. Oh, Welcome back, Nakery Joe. <laughs> No. Womp womp. The funny thing is, though, like I'm, we're going to, uh, we're going to California for the honeymoon. Like that's been decided a while ago. Mm-hmm. I'm California. Like originally, <laughs> originally it was like you know, totally going out there to go to Disneyland. But I mean, totally also trying to catch the Critical Role characters out in real life. Oh. <laughs> like if uh, Travis was talking about one episode where he, there was a person wearing a "How do you want to do this?" sweatshirt. And he, like, pulled over to run up to them and talk to them. And he realized how terrifying he was because a freaking linebacker is running towards them. And, but he was like, your sweatshirt's awesome! And she realized who he was. And it's like, I want the sweatshirt just for this purpose of when I go to California. I want to meet him, guys. You have to walk around all of California. I would do it, though, if it meant meeting From Travis top to bottom. And, like, without having to pay for it? Yes. Um, have, you even, have you tried traveling through Los Angeles in a car? Because that is just a workout in itself. Yeah. Have you been to California? It is just a terrible state. <laughs> <laughs> I actually didn't mind it. 
Sorry, who Wicked Fan Gerardo and everybody else who we don't know is from. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know we have so many fans from. I'll, I'll get to Anime Expo one day. Yeah, and make fun yeah. of your statement. My, oh my god! You know this is the one of the years where I'm really regretting not going to Anime Expo because first they announced that one of my favorite J-pop artists, Sayuri, is going to be performing. She's the one who did the end theme to Erased. Mm. Now they have announced that Anime Expo is going to play host to the very first concert in America. Of M-Flow. And M-Flow is like one of the greatest hip-hop artists on the goddamn planet. Like, this is the band, or rather, this is the group that the Black Eyed Peas stole everything from. <laughs> Damn. Right. Um, and uh, I, I really want to go to Anime Expo as well because all of the artists that I follow go there. So I would get to get commissions and meet my favorite artists. Well, how about this? Well, why why don't we try to make a plan for next year to be the year that we go to Anime Expo? I would very much enjoy that. So, uh, yeah, that has potential. All right, you heard it we, first here on Wicked Anime. Yeah, we, are, we just we try to invade so Anime Expo twenty nineteen. Oh, two thousand two thousand eighteen is during my birthday. Uh, so. Other news, this episode is uh, going to be focused on a brand new premiere of something that happened last night from the time we recorded this, but not now. We want to do a little bit of a spotlight on my favorite anime, Fooly Cooly. Yeah, Jonathan and I stayed stayed up until midnight and watched the new premiere episode of season two. Yeah. It was... It was fantastic. Yeah, we'll talk about it. Yeah, well, uh, yeah. it was an experience. It was, certainly was. Um, but first, we have a bunch of other stuff to do to get there, uh, and we have to start by ringing a news bell. Yeah, I didn't... Uh, okay, so you guys... You're get, neglecting news bells. You guys bell have time. to understand that I'm traveling to Jonathan's house now, and that was never the case before, and the bell was always with me. So now that I'm... I forget, I forget news bell John all the time. So why don't you bring it and leave it? Is yeah, because he's got to bring it the first time in order to do That's that. That's true. <laughs> and and I also and I also usually record from home as well, or I can. But I've been coming here lately. So. No news bell, John. News. That's Ding. the that's the that's what the old news bell. It's classic. Like. Sorry, Ian. Uh, so there's something on spotlight that I want to bring up first in news before Evan. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I dig through all of my stuff here to find my whistle. <laughs> Before we get into the bulk of the news, which Evan is fielding, uh, I want to spotlight something that I just saw on Facebook. You know how like GameSpot has been doing a lot of anime advertising recently? They just did one for a live-action Cowboy Bebop TV series, which I like really don't know the validity of that. I'm so scared of the live-action stuff. Like, this I, is something that I remember they reported about this last year. And I feel like if it was to be a TV series, it might work better than a movie would. Yeah. Because that way you shot. can expand on the characters more. Yeah. I mean, of all characters that could run a TV show. Well, and Shinichiro, Western, and Shinichiro Watanabe said, no chance in hell is it getting a live-action Western <laughs> release if it's not what I approve. Huh? Yeah. So, right. And so they're like, here's a million dollars. And he's like, I have a proof. See, I, still have, I honestly have still yet to watch the live action full metal Alchemist movie. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, because it was, came out during wedding prep and I am so terrified. Evan says it's good. Upset. I say otherwise. I, I, I enjoyed it for what it was. Okay. So just go in knowing that you're going to be getting a very, very, very abridged version of the majority of the story. Rather, half of the story. See, that's why I'm scared, because I love it so much that I'm like, no, please don't hurt my my show, please. Oh, they don't hurt it, because it still exists. 
Brotherhood yeah. is still there to save you. I know. So, we have Kenichi Sanada's Bean Bandit anime Kickstarter campaign reaching its initial goal, which yes. means it'll be turned into a five-minute anime. But, if the money keeps on rolling, we couldn't get... We won't just get... A 20-minute episode, but if it reaches $800,000, we're going to get a 45-minute episode, which was the original length of the original yes. Bean Bandit. That is the ori- and I have that one. I have the original 45, and if you guys haven't seen it, it's absolutely phenomenal, and it's very 80s. Uh, and it is fun to watch, and I have not contributed to the Kickstarter yet, but I will, because... I'm waiting for the 48-hour uh, period. Because Bean Bandit. Bean Bandit is so awesome. Yeah, I'm waiting for the 48 hours, too. So, let's see. What else do we have for news? Well, we have uh, one of the Fleming Brothers' favorite uh, manga. I can't remember which one, because every time I record and they talk about it, I can't tell the difference between <laughs> Andrew and John Star. Is it Elfin Lead? Because it, that would be mine. That's twin uh, racism. No, <laughs> <laughs> no it's uh, The Promised Neverland, getting a TV anime adaptation this coming January. Yeah. And it's going to be featured on the Noitamina block, and Noitamina is known for amazing anime series. Well, So if this is going on to that block, then it's going to be phenomenal. Okay, so that's me. That's Andrew. That's Andrew's favorite. I, I've been reading Promised Neverland, and the only way I will accept Promised Neverland to become an anime is if it is the best quality and the most amazing show ever because over the past, I don't know how many months I've been reading it uh, as far as the manga volume sold here in the U S go, it is probably, Oh, it's, it's creeping up there as one of my favorite animes ever. Favorite mangas ever. Uh, Ooh. And the next volume comes out this month in June. So I'm super excited. (laughs) Okay, uh, so I have the list of other anime series that have appeared on the Noitamina block. So let's see if um, so let's see if you think that these are high quality shows. So we have Eden of the East. Yeah, it's, it's pretty. It's, it is a high quality that was show. Bones, right? Yeah. Bones Studio Bones did that. It's, no, that was Production IG. Oh, really? And it's it is a pretty good pretty good anime. All right, we have Erased. Okay, that was Studio Bones, right? <laughs> Erased? No, that was A One Pictures. <laughs> Um, Honey and Clover, which is a series that I always recommend everyone who goes to college to watch. Also, also Studio, Studio Bones. Bones. <laughs> JC Staff. Um, Kids on the Slope. Bones. <laughs> I actually don't remember which one that one is. Actually, that, I, one... that one is uh, the Cowboy Bebop. I yeah. think that's IG. Perhaps. No, that was um, Mappa. No, Mappa did the Kids on the Slope. Okay. Which is, uh, a, which no... is a phenomenal anime. All right, Paradise Kiss. I don't think I've ever seen that one. Oh, that one's amazing. It's a great fashion anime, but it has Franz Ferdinand do the end theme, which is what made me start to watch it in the first place. <laughs> Ping Pong. Okay. The Masaki Yuasa one. Yeah. Uh, Princess Jellyfish. Yeah. Oh, God. Psychopaths. Oh, awesome. Uh, Saikano, How to Raise a Boring Girlfriend. Yep, uh, that's my one of my favorite harems. Ever now. All right. That's a fantastically quality show. The animation quality on that show is so top-notch, it's an unbelievable. Mm. Punchline. Yeah, okay. Punchline was pretty high quality. Yep. Uh, Terror and Resonance. Oh, oh wow. I remember that one. Yeah, we never finished it. But it, was, mm. it was pretty good. And there's a bunch more, but I feel like those are the ones that I personally know off the top of my head. 
Interestingly enough, none of them are shonens, and Promise Neverland is done by Shonen Jump, or distributed by Shonen Jump at least. And it's going to be really interesting because the art style is very, very unique. So it's going to be interesting to see how they translate the unique art style into the anime version. Uh, I really, really enjoy the uniqueness of the character designs. Uh, kind of in the same sense that where all the characters... did any, I mean, Jonathan, I know you read the manga about Battle Royale. Mm-hmm. How every single character looks completely different. Mm, yeah. That's kind of how they did it for Promised Neverland. Yeah, they're, they're, I don't know. They're, there's a little bit of a, a mesh with some of the characters in Battle Royale when you have some side characters that aren't super important. Um, but the main key characters... Yeah, it, it doesn't are. matter. It's 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 kind of uh, irrelevant. But I, I just hope that they do it justice because this is a manga that... I, this is the first manga in a really, really long time that I feel so passionately about... That if they turn it into an anime and they ruin it, it's kind of huh? It's gonna hurt. Well, kind of like uh, Terraformers. When Terraformers came out, the first season was absolutely unbelievably amazing, and then season two came out, and it was a different production company, a different director, a different studio, and you're just like, <laughs> and then, yeah. And the, the they for an action horror, it was like brightly lit, bright colors. They moified it, and I was just like, "What is happening? Where'd my manime go?" See, you see, I, I I still feel like that One Punch Man made fun of that fact in the first episode when you saw like them, when you saw him like beating up all like the weird cockroach people that were coming up from the ground, and then he wakes up from the dream, and then he goes and beats them up again, and they're like total pussies. <laughs> the only one I know from that is uh, from that list was Princess Jellyfish, which I mean, as an anime, it was really pretty. Very, what the fuck is happening? But it's really pretty, and like the, the art was beautiful. But lot, I'm a little worried now because that was lots of lots of colorful, pretty things, and you were just saying you don't want like colorful. Well, I could see though. Here's the thing: no, I as Promise a, Neverland could get away with as I could see it as being a very colorful thing. Like once you get to know the story and everything mm-hmm. like that, you'll understand why it's colorful, but it shouldn't be. Yeah, because there's two yeah. different. It, it's it's interesting because there's two different worlds that, you, it, that more, are existing uh, on top of each other. The more complaint about the terraformers was the fact that it looked complete. That the second season looked completely different from the first, and it yeah. ruined the atmosphere that it was initially trying to create. Yeah, that was the, that was the first time when translation from manga to anime was so utterly disappointing that it was hateable, <laughs> hateable. Oh <my> <laughs> but uh, so we'll see. But oof, every. I, I'm I'm gonna do it again. Everybody who listens to the Wicked Anime podcast needs to go out and buy the manga volumes of Promise Neverland. It is absolutely phenomenal. You will not be disappointed. It is how many volumes are there? So far, there's three, okay, and the and the four, and the fourth one comes out in June this month. So, uh, so it's really easy to catch up. You know, it's it's one of those series that you don't want any spoilers because the whole series is based on surprises and shocks that that bring you through each checkpoint and milestone cool. the way volume three ended i'm just like when is volume four coming out because it's because it was so phenomenal that they ended the volume the way they did i was like what's gonna happen <laughs> i'm dying over here yeah. so finally yeah, this month cool. the covers look cool sorry i'm curious now <laughs> it's really good it's really really good all right so we have the synopsis for the upcoming theatrical adaptation of my hero academia Mm -hmm. okay so uh 
I am curious as to what it is, only because I want to know whether or not a My Hero Academia movie is going to be canon, or uh, you need to see it in order to it's, see the rest of the series. So, my my kind oh, of... Showing uh, in the cover for y- yeah, pretty. It is pretty. <laughs> my... My initial impression of the movie is that it's a side story. So it, it's it's a, it's a movie that takes place during the adventure of My Hero Academia. And it's somewhere in the middle and it's not important or integral to the actual plot line of the main story. Right? So Somewhere in the middle, like which season or... Probably <clears throat> the current season. Probably, se- between se- probably between season two and three. Okay. It's a beach episode movie. Ooh. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> okay. Can you read us the, uh, the All right. synopsis? Yeah. Okay, here's the real one. All right. All Mike gets an invite from an old friend to attend the world's premier science gathering on a man-made island overseas. However, a mysterious villain attacks the expo, and a plan to shake up the hero organization begins. Can Deku save everyone from the unprecedented crisis? Of, fu- of fucking course he is. <laughs> is that what it says right in the synopsis so. I'm sure except, it does that sounds legit except the F-bomb in there I think no. oh you're kidding me Greg you're kidding <laughs> thanks for contributing to our podcast <laughs> oh you're welcome <laughs> security man's doing his job <laughs> again I mean F-bombs are my job so um, so it does sound like it's not it's not you don't have to see it in order to see the rest of the rest of the series. Hopefully the villain is better than a Naruto movie villain. Probably not. <laughs> if I had to guess, probably not. Uh, it doesn't sound like it's a flashback thing where mm. it's like in the past where All Might is before he's All Might because yep. Deku is in it. So, Although it could flashback since it's an old friend. Yeah. You it, could find out something about his past. So seeing it, the benefit of seeing this movie is you get to learn about All Might. Not necessarily that there's a good villain or that there's a story progression or anything like that. You get to learn more about All Might. And that's probably going to be the takeaway from the movie. Do you think, like, the way he looks at, when he's not transformed into All Might? To me, he just seems like he used to be a drug addict. I don't know. Oh yeah, that's that, that's the joke I make. Like when yeah. I first saw him actually transformed to that, I just went, "Yeah, you got some meth." I, yeah, he looked like a super meth head to me. He looks more like a heroin addict to me. Mm. You got some smack. <laughs> um, I I won't spoil anything uh, because there is a point in the manga where there are some flashbacks with All Might. I will say that. So please, please don't. I'm like I'm not going to say anything. No, I know. I'm I not going to say anything. So for, yeah, for the listeners, that's, I'm that's... like waving my hands furiously. <laughs> yeah, it's, no, it's, it's adorable it's, actually. It's... And uh, flailing with the cat ear headphones. <laughs> Our resident half giant. Um, Odor. <laughs> um, You're a wizard, Harry. <laughs> I'm haggard now. Yeah. <laughs> We're just naming now. We're just naming tall people in 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 fiction. And go. <laughs> You've been mostly dead all day. <laughs> oh jeez. Cool. My Hero Academia movie. I wonder if it's going to have a simul release. I wonder if Funimation will do like something where you can it actually better. watch the new anime. Oh yeah. While it like. Right when it starts. Oh, totally. It freaking absolutely they will. It's their cash cow. It's their money grabber right now. They're saving the industry. So yeah. 
Absolutely, they are. Awesome! Did anybody get to watch episode 47, which came out last night? No. Yeah, no, I watched it. Like, I mean, oh. I mean, I've read it in the manga, but I haven't, <sighs> but I haven't watched the actual episode yet. All I know is that all of season three is going to be absolutely amazing. It's so. just like cliffhanger after cliffhanger yeah. after cliffhanger and I'm like stop this I'm going to have a heart attack I, I, I was very happy <laughs> to see in the episode oh. before that though when they all got their disguises you know to hola, hola, hola! <laughs> when like Ida is trying to be normal and blend in and he's like look at that female with that huge rack over there yeah. <laughs> like, that's just the, what he did, did any of you guys um, happen to watch the behind the scenes with the English dub people no and they show their reactions to what their costumes what their disguises are no that's the thing <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> J. Michael Tatum looks at it and is like, why the fuck do I look like the villain from Annie? <laughs> <laughs> I still don't understand, like, Deku's costume completely. I think they might have explained it, but I think it's just... It, that's more of a Japanese culture thing. Like, he like, looks like a green rabbit. He's like a Yakuza or something like that. Wait, do you mean... His, his like, superhero costume. Oh, his superhero oh, costume. Yeah, it's like a green rabbit or something like it's, that. It looks like All Might. Yeah, because his the mask has a big smile on it, and the rabbit ears are like all might's bangs. He never like puts. I don't. Why don't I remember a smile on the costume? He got rid of. He got rid of the hood like immediately. Oh, okay, that's yeah. why. Well, yeah. no, it wasn't that he got rid of the hood; it got destroyed. But he just was like, "Eh, this is fine." He literally had it for one episode. Yeah, and then he's never had it well, again. Well, I'm I'm kind of glad. I I hope they upgrade his costume because to me it's just like lackluster. That's the point. Just it's, you wait. it's absolutely the yeah. point. Just uh, wait. Okay, <laughs> I hope it. Turns out to be like a mechanized, like badass costume. It's the 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 whole development of everybody's costumes is a really really interesting aspect of My Hero Academia, and it will be in season three. Yeah, it, it should be in Good. season three. So it'll it'll be interesting to find out. See, you guys seem to be ahead of the game here, and I kind of hope that they upgrade. I know it's a sick costume already, like Bakugo's costume. Do they upgrade that? Maybe well, not. I'm not going to tell you anything. Uh, yeah, you that's not. But, um, but... Stop poking for spoilers. Jeez. But that's my job. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was the creepiest Easy way to sight sound alike. Security man, poking for spoilers. <laughs> you're not going to get them here on Wicked Anime. Shouldn't you be preventing spoilers? Uh, well, I play both sides of the field, you know. <laughs> he has a you, warrant. You just have to slip him a 20 and he'll let you in. Yes. Where are you working? <laughs> it's hush hush <laughs> okay what do we have next alright so I think we've got the first bit of strange news or the only bit of strange news I have here only Oh, may- maybe I don't know maybe the next piece might be strange too depending on your feelings on it okay let's but, see but uh who who hears about the melons? And I'm not talking about the titties. <laughs> I wish you could see the look I just gave the computer. <laughs> it was a pretty like I'm very disappointed. Well, it was funny. It was funny I, because I, 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 I'm picturing Victoria with big smile and two thumbs up. Am I really close? <laughs> she has the smile, but she has like this. Anger, she has this anger smile. It's it's funny how her, her little nuances shine through. She's always smiling. But her anger oh, smile is... Me. I can't not. <laughs> she's, she's got that hate smile going on. Yeah, it's her hate smile. But Which does is, she ooh, have the thumbs up? Is that the, that's the most important thing. <laughs> Episode yeah. 144. So Victoria's hate smile is, like, her regular smile, she has this very nice, like, very, very bright, like, lots of teeth in her smile. But her hate smile is her, her lips are closed. She does not show any teeth. 
And so you know when she is angry about something, she's still so smiling. It's the, but... uh, so it's like the Grinch smile when he thinks of the horrible, awful, wonderful idea. <laughs> Do you need something? No, it's it's okay. <laughs> I just have to be more careful. I don't know the push. lyrics, but I like my voice. <laughs> <laughs> All right, tell All us right, about so Ben Mellon. <laughs> tell us about Melons. Melons. So this, so it was about a week and a half ago, where a set of two Yabari Melons fetched a record-breaking. 3.2 million yen at an auction in Hokkaido, Japan, which is in American dollars twenty nine thousand dollars. Okay, okay, okay. So then, so then, I guess the next initial logical question to this is why? Why? Yeah. <laughs> like, were they giant melons, or like did they what? feed the whole country? Right. Like, that, that I understand, but I don't quite know because I'm looking at the I'm looking at the pictures. Maybe there's like this sort of perfect roundness to it. Are they made of gold? Like what happened? They were one, maybe they were one piece melons. Yeah, maybe. I mean, that'd be amazing. <laughs> maybe if they're the, the gummy fruits. <laughs> maybe if they if at the auction at the beginning of the auction it started out as one melon, but then it like Multiplied. morphed into two by yeah. through osmosis, and yeah. they're like, oh, <laughs> infinite melons. There's Magic only melon. two now, though. <laughs> Is there a reason, Evan? Is, does the there arc... is no reason. All that I know is that the melon will be on display until the month's end, and then the melons are going to be sliced and given away for free. Uh, but, okay, wait, so wait. why did somebody pay twenty yeah, three million dollars for it in the first? Twenty nine thousand. Twenty nine thousand with three million yen. I'm getting my currency because they're up. rich motherfuckers. Okay, they can do whatever the hell just, they want. Just to give it out for free. There wasn't like an a love live sticker on it or something yeah. like that. There's like two stickers on there, but they are not love live. <laughs> They're certified fresh. Yeah. You know when he said three point <laughs> two million yen, I like overconverted, thinking, "Wow, it's a lot of money." And then when he lowered his voice to twenty nine thousand, I was like, "Oh, okay." You don't talk. But for fruit, <laughs> for fruit, two pieces they of fruit. Over I know. Eight that's, pounds, according to this. That, that's it. Eight, I mean, that's still pretty heavy, but like. I know those are the. Those oh, are, I thought you were. Them. I thought you were con- converting into pounds, like the, European money. No, <laughs> <laughs> that would be even less, right? Yeah. I think so. <laughs> yeah, it would be more like five pounds. Twenty twenty nine thousand dollars would convert to like five pounds. Like, that seems like a reasonable <laughs> price. <laughs> I mean, actually, that that would be a pretty heavy. I'm balance. sure Wicked fans. Still. I'm sure Wicked fan Scott will scold us for our terrible yeah. money conversion to euros. <laughs> I'll, I'll get right I'm on that. I'm just trying to understand this, because that, that, like, why? What was the auction? What was the auction even for? Was it like for a charity fruit. auction? No, no, just for fruit. It's a, it's a, <laughs> it's apparently a monthly auction they do for, like, some of the most expensive fruit out there. I am baffled. <laughs> do you, like, so when you eat this fruit, can you poop gold? Like, is that how it works? <laughs> or can you suddenly fly or breathe underwater? There's or, or cancer. Even it, if there was... Maybe like a thirty nine percent chance of pooping gold. Then that's yeah. like you would. So like yeah. if you, so you would pay that much money for a thirty nine percent chance of pooping gold because yes. then you could make more back. Yes. Thing is though, that's gonna hurt. <laughs> yeah, but then you have a lot of. It's a malleable metal. 
It, it could be gold flakes, so it doesn't have to hurt. Oh, no, no, no. Then no, you have to collect yeah, that. Yeah, because then you have to go... Because... <laughs> well, yeah, you, you take, like, a fish conversation scooper. right now. You take a fish scooper and just, like... But this is, you have to understand that this is the, the only reason that we can rationalize <laughs> this in our minds. This is like, oh, obviously it makes you poop gold. It and... has to. Like, what? Why would you spend that much on a melon? Two melons. I'm sorry. <laughs> Two, Two melons. melons. Right. That makes it better. <laughs> well, what if instead of gold, it's it's like Red Bull and it just gives you wings? Eat a melon, you gain wings. You know, like real wings. No, no, no. It'll it'll be like those okay, Japanese like, like anime wings. Like, I mean, that'd be beautiful. Okay, <laughs> but then would you lose the wings after you poop? Yes. So then it would be. <laughs> so then it would be bad poop. No. no. <laughs> it, it's not like pooping gold where you get, get something out of it. So it's you would have to force yourself to be constipated in oh, yeah. order to get those wings forever. Well, Does cheese have, and melon work? And you can never eat Mexican food again. Yeah. Well, Ever. like, food you have to digest through your body, right? I'm yeah. okay with so that. So you would lose the ability once the food leaves. That's why you're going to eat more of the magical fruit. It's like a video game type thing. Yeah, I mean, but I still don't think that's worth $29,000. That gives you wings and you can fly? Yeah! <laughs> Do you know anybody who can fly? Twice? No! <laughs> Like, it's worth twenty nine thousand. No, no, no. Well, what if it's, it's not if you eat the entire melon? You only eat a little you bit of eat it. Pieces of melon, but then, but then it would then start the to rot. Cut is going to get rotten. Yeah. You're still going to eat it because you're going to fly. It would well, be what if you were to freeze it? Well, like uh, if you were cut into uh, pieces, then you were can freeze, you freeze the melon. Fruit? Yes, you can freeze. Yeah, it. yeah, you can freeze fruit. Oh, I know. Like some fruit get bad if you freeze them. You heard that, ladies and gents? Freeze the melons. That's how you win. And this is such an interesting conversation that derived from. I'm, I'm more fascinated by the conversation now than I am the actual melons. I love this podcast. <laughs> it's always strange. But you get the best content. <laughs> All right, Evan, what's the next maybe strange news goals. story? Okay, so this is, um, this is something I would like to label as, huh, that's kind of sexist, Japan. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry. So I'm going to read you the st- this is the- I'm going to read you the stories from the Washington Post. Think of the children. That's the argument a senior oh, member of Washington Japan's Post. Liberal Democratic Party made this weekend when explaining why men shouldn't have to watch their own children. In a speech, Koichi Haguada <laughs> said raising infants and toddlers is a job for mothers. He called the idea of fathers serving as primary caregivers, quote-unquote, unwelcome. <laughs> we speak of cool ideas such as gender-equal society and men's child-rearing, but they are unwelcome ideas for children. The 54-year-old executive acting secretary general of the LDP told an audience in the city of Miyazaki, children under two need an environment in which they can stay with their mothers, he said. Haguchi acknowledged that there is little data on whether fathers are unfit to parent young children, but he said infants must want moms no matter how you look at it. I think it is a bit strange if they choose dads, he said. So it sounds to me like this guy does not want to like raise his own kid and he's like, <laughs> yeah. I was saying, this kid is this this guy is definitely hated by his kids. Like absolutely hated by his kids. <laughs> if he has kids. This isn't like He doesn't deserve kids. Like what? This isn't Japanese culture, I assume, right? Or no, this, 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 is, this, is, Japanese this is Japanese culture. I mean... It's the only we, way we would talk about politics. 
Especially something from the Washington Post. Well, yeah, I wouldn't awesome. call it, well, I wouldn't call it politics. It's just this dude who just feels like he's saying something sexist so he doesn't have <laughs> that to dude is take care of the kids this weekend while mom's like, out. He's not just some guy, though. Like, yeah. If he was just some guy on the street, and everybody would be like, well, whatever. And then, yeah. But like, <laughs> if, he, if he's on some sort of council, so therefore it's politics. Oh, God. Yeah, that is true. But every country is different, though, with their cultures and standards. Oh, absolutely. Well, yeah. I mean, no, and, oh, yeah, it's gotten way past, like, the, come on, we've kind of gotten past this, haven't we? No. I mean, not Japan. I mean well, come not Japan. on. This guy needs to watch, like, Sweetness or Lightning, or try to get him, like, a Japanese subtitle version of My Two Dads. I mean, come on. Is there is there an asterisk to his uh co- to his comment in saying except if the mother is dead? I think that no, be... he doesn't say anything like that. What does the dad have to get remarried real fast and have this real fast? Like, I, I think so. I have kids. <laughs> That's hard enough. Do you know how hard it is five in the kids. first place? <laughs> oh. Do you know how hard it is in the first place for them to even make babies? Like yeah, the fact that somebody even wants yeah. to take care of them should not be the difference. See, I know someone from like high school whose mom was worse than anything. Like this lady was really not that smart about anything. Hmm? And then there's like there's definitely single dads that take care of their kids. Oh yeah, like, absolutely. Know, there was a, one of the guys we went to high school with. His mom for his birthday, he's deathly allergic, oh, deathly allergic to onion rings and onions. Made onion stir fry for his birthday. Huh? Oh. We've heard this story before. Yeah, crazy lady also decided to. It, she didn't know how to cook lobster. She didn't know it said boil. She thought it said broil and threw live lobsters into an oven. <laughs> oh. Oh. Yeah. So there's mothers that you know. Need a little help. Well, but there's, but, there's parents all over the world yeah. that have no idea what they're doing and should not be parents in yeah. the first place. This guy yeah, is probably precisely. one of them. definitely one of them. So, there like, are there, terrible there are people on both sides. Kids, okay. And then there's single moms. Like, it happens, but, like, the, the it, fact that it... Yeah, no, this news story just basically comes down to there are people that should not be parents, and, and this guy is, is one, one of them. them. <laughs> in the same way that there are moms that should not be parents and mom and dads that should not be parents, this guy should not be a parent. That's, I should not imagine yeah. being his wife. I'd be like, fuck you, goodbye. Like, you, take, you take the kids for a month. Have fun. Unless she's like, yeah, he's right. There are people like that. Like, well, I mean, if they've, if they've mutually agreed to it, then whatever. Like, that's what... But that's not to say that you push that But don't try to say, oh, this is what all parents should do. No, no, this is not what no. you should do. But then again, this whole thing would be in retrospect anyways, because he's 54 years old. The chances of him having a child under the age of two is pretty slim to none. Maybe it's because when his kids were toddlers, he did it, and it was just a nightmare. It's just like, men shouldn't take care of toddlers. <laughs> this is not a nightmare that maybe he's doing for his own protection. This is something that's dangerous. And then, and then that's why the Washington Post came up and was like, what did you say? I'm gonna write slander. And that's like not what he said at all. He was just like, I can't take care of kids. And he's like, oh, he said he shouldn't take care of kids. He said, nobody should. Yeah. Oh, you know what his solution is? Keep his hands this is nothing up. like what Mr. Mom was. Yeah. Use birth control products. Oh, <laughs> That's all it is. He Thanks, Washington Post. Have, if, he d- if he does have kids, though, and they hear this, they're going to be like, what the hell, Dad? Like, what happened? Dad. You want nothing are. to do with us? It's like, like one of those, man. it's one of those lukewarm anime families where it's like, Dad is lukewarm about the whole family and 
It's a term, well, that is a cultural thing. thing. It is a cultural right? thing. That yeah. is a yeah. cultural thing. Dad is usually very cold in animes when he comes home from work. That in anime. That's yeah, not in anime. Or dead. That, yes. <laughs> in most of them, there's no, there isn't a father. But that usually comes with superpowers, okay? That's true. So. That's true. That's like the rule. Makes things better. <laughs> or you're going out to collect monsters. I mean, no one knows where the hell Ash Ketchum's dad is. Uh, <laughs> it's <laughs> Professor Oak. Let's yeah, be it's honest. Professor it's Professor Oak. Oak. <laughs> yep, Professor Oak's just banging all the women, and that's how all the kids are becoming trainers. Is, yep. that, is that a legit theory that Oak is his Yeah, dad? Professor Oak's Pokemoms. Like, where Why? it's just like everybody, like all the Pokemon, like Professor Oak is dad to all the Pokemon. You know, Did you say, wait. Are you saying Pokemon? Yeah, Pokemon. Is Pokemon. That Prof- is that what Professor Oak is doing? The Pokemons? Po- oh, Pokemon. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> you know, they really Gotta bag them all. Gotta bag them all. Pokemon. Gotta bag them all. Oh, that's... <laughs> that would be that would be like a really good erotic hentai game, parody game. It's just like... Instead of, instead of going out and catching Pokemons, it's like you're going at your Professor Oak and going out and, and you're, get all, and you're, you have to catch all the Pokemons. I guarantee you that game exists. Somewhere. I don't know. It has to. This Honey idea Pop for Creator, if you're anime. listening to this, create Pokemons. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta oh catch them all. Pokemon. Gotta bag a ball. So now Victoria is giving us an extreme face palm right now, but her smile is, I can still see her teeth. Yeah. So it's an okay joke. We're, we're safe. <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen Victoria not smile since I've known her. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's, the, that's the Disney brainwashing right there. <laughs> She's been brainwashed as well by the mouse. I really like. I, it's just I don't think I ever don't yeah. usually. Hey Victoria, where is the lamp in this room? No. <laughs> where is the door? No. Point to it. No. I broke that actually. Did you? You don't I point did. with three fingers anymore. It's two fingers. Two fingers. No, I did. I did finally break it while I was working at the bakery. Wait, they have a thing where you can't point with one finger. Yeah, yeah you have to like point this. with two fingers because if you point with one finger, that's so still rude, right? What he wanted me to do is it's over here. <laughs> yeah. Here. How is it rude? So supposedly in other countries it is. Rude she did it, by yeah, the way. And if, if, somebody, yeah. if, some, if somebody from I'm a different country were to come to Disney and you pointed with one finger, they'd be like. <laughs> oh, yeah. head would explode. That, that face was great, by the way. <laughs> it, 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 honest, you know, I think it's in China where raising your pinky finger is the equivalent of the middle finger here in America. That is, that is correct. I, are you sure? I thought that yeah. was a. I thought that was just a myth. Nope, it's true. No. Nope. So does that mean like, Have you tried white it out? people drinking uh, No, tea because I dare assholes? not do that. Because <laughs> there's 1.7 billion of them in this <laughs> on this planet. Yeah. So that. Was, so yeah. It, he's just, just flipping us all off. <laughs> I'm just playing with my pinky fingers right now. I mean, that makes me like that. I always thought the people drinking tea with the pinky was always pompous and kind of rude. And I'm like, well, now it now it means that they're yeah, assholes. like pinkies well, up and pinkies yeah, square. pinkies up. It's like it over like you. It's like over here in America, like the word fanny means your butt, but over in Britain, it's actually your ladies. <laughs> I did not know that. Thank you, you for letting that? me know. <laughs> yep. Duly noted. So but. fanny pack means something completely different in the UK than it does here. You actually, we weren't allowed to call them fanny bags. That's why they're called. Really? That's yes. why they're called bum bags, right? Um, we just oh, called them. Are they really called Wait, bum bags, or did you make that up? I 
They they have been called bum bags before. I, I don't think that's that. the official name for them. But. I have heard well, that before. But yeah, fanny packs bags. are actually. This like, is okay. You're not allowed to call them a fanny pack at um, the, in Disney. The, the, the two people I worry most about this is our buddies Brian and Neil from Cuckoo Kangaroo. Because what happens if they go over and they sing a song called Fanny Pack in front of like six or seven year olds? I'm sure that they they did do that, and I'm sure that Frank Turner said you can't play that song here. Well, it, that that has <laughs> I I have had a. I have had a personal experience with that. When we were kids in yeah. middle school, we had a camp counselor who was Australian. And when we went to the beach, he uh, he he went to the girls and he said, hey, nice thongs, girls. And here in America, that's something completely different because... Isn't it flip-flops? Thongs are flip-flops in, yeah. in Australia. But when you go to the girls and you say, nice thongs, girls, in... In America, that means something completely different. Yeah. And then you just Please hear tell a thing. Get prosecuted. No, I mean this was this was back in the day when not everything was offensive and we were normal human beings. Oh, right. so yeah. back in the nineties. Yeah, what? early. No, 2000s. it was early. It was still early early two thousands. Yeah. I don't miss those times. I miss the nineties though. I do. Yeah. 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 I, I miss the cartoons of the '90s back yeah. when you could get away with so well, now they're much. Trying to remake those cartoons in like really weird art styles, and I yeah. don't know how I feel about. Yeah, it. make it look like Steven Universe. I, we have this, you and I have this conversation. No, she's we do. No, she's fine with Jonathan. That's true. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we had this conversation last time I visited, and I, I really, I love Steven Universe. Like, my texting tone is actually Steven Universe. Like, I love that show. So. This so, I know. <laughs> this is a fact. This is true. This has been, this is old news. But, oh yeah, I've, I've cosplayed in with this before. Yeah. So yeah, like, I, I don't see that as a bad thing, but I just, I don't feel like it's the same art style at all. Oh, everybody's drawing Steven Universe. This is a re- oh yeah, this, this is, is a re- because we're discussion. talking about Thundercats. But uh, I hope I can cut. This and out. I think we even brought this up when we talked about the monster. It's okay to recap. <laughs> what were we talking? Were we talking about this? This conversation sprung from sexist yeah My comments ADD made in Japan. Has affected you. I'm sorry. We were ta- yeah, we were talking about fa- fathers not taking care of toddlers. Yeah, I think that's. Or right. rather, just one bum father saying nope. Yeah. Uh, guys should not take care of their kids because I don't like to take care Just, of my kids. And Washington yeah, Post quote, air quotes, writing news. <laughs> but we agreed it's the culture, not just the one guy, right? <laughs> no, that's, that's exactly I would never, I would never say that. I would no, never right. say that. <laughs> all right. Yeah, no, you're right. So I'm just going to negate what I said to all those loving fans out there. So. I'm going to cut that part out so it sounds like you, you're going to make it a cultural asshole. thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, maybe we, we should move on. Yeah. Uh, uh, into the West. Do we, uh, into the West, yes. or do, what it was? Well, let's do we Into do. the West first. Into yeah. the West. Okay, so let's go Into the West. <laughs> this episode of Into the West, we want to talk about. Uh, the gorillas. We've. Mm. I don't think we've ever talked about the gorillas before on Into the West. But the reason why we did is because they dropped a new song, and yes. it's good. Yeah, really it, good. Like it, the, I feel like that this is back to their like Demon Days, even first album sort of roots sort of song. Really, I agree. I agree. It, yeah, it was good. I'd probably have to listen to it a couple more times to get it. But the music video was fantastic. See, I I like the music video. Can, now, for, oh yeah, for those of you, with the, this is one with Jack Black, right? Yeah, yeah, okay. Uh, yeah, now, yeah, yeah. For those of you who don't follow the lore, because it's actually there actually is a lore to the Gorillas universe that the CDs go in order oh. of a story. Um, Murdoch, the bass player, got arrested. Yes, he's in prison. He's in prison, and that was at the end of yep. Humans, right? 
Was that the end of humans? Yes, Ta- that was that. There- that was the end of humans. Because uh, he was like, what was it? He was um, accepting an award. I think at the Brits or something. Yeah, and he was in right. prison accepting the award. Yeah, and so there's this there, but there was like a little mix up in the lore. There's a little muddiness in the lore where between Plastic Island and humans, the lore gets messed up because they changed the ending of the actual ending of Plastic Island and made these new crossover lores where gotcha. uh, none of them actually escaped. Like yeah. at the end of Plastic Island, they all escaped, but then you mean Plastic Beach, right? Plastic Beach, yeah. Uh, and then and then uh, and then when humans came out, they mixed it up so that they didn't escape. So it was really weird. Uh, well, no, it was, um, because it was during their fourth album, The Fall, when they escaped from the island. Okay. Because and then after that was that, uh, collaboration that they did with Andre 3000. And that's when you find that they're actually now living in an apartment again back in London. Yeah. Um, and is Cyborg Noodle still around now that old Noodle no, was back? No, Cyborg Noodle is gone. It's now okay. just regular Noodle. Okay. And Noodle is hot. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Now that she's an adult. Um, and then, uh... <laughs> Uh, so it's really interesting because, so now that Murdoch is, now that Murdoch is in prison, there's a new bass player and the new bass player is Ace from the gang green gang of Powerpuff Girls. Like legit. Yeah. Yeah. Like doesn't look like it. Not, not, yeah. It's not just somebody who looks like him. It's It's Ace. It's really Ace. From the Powerpuff Girls. I don't know how I feel about that, but I've seen it's that. Awesome. Like, it's it's awesome. It's awesome. He's a bad guy, but I mean. So is Murdoch. He's yeah. a sadness. Yeah, Murdoch the sadness. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know if we have any Satanists that listen to the Wicked Alien podcast, but. I'm sure you're wonderful Hi, people. Satanists. Yes, we like the band Ghost, who have a great new album <laughs> yeah. called Prequel that you should all be totally listening to. Um, anyways, but there's the connection. Powerpuff Girls, like fully. Powerpuff Girls, awesome. There's the connection that we wanted to make full circle here, and uh, it's been official that they're actually the gorillas and Powerpuff Girls are part of the same universe. Like they live in the same universe. I can see it. Does this mean that Mojo Jojo was first the failed experiment, and then the professor tried it again and made the gorillas? No, No, because 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 they're people. There's that whole book, uh, Slow Boat to Hate. No, it's not. Well, uh, there's, there's the really autobiography of the gorillas that came out that explains their entire origin. Oh, Mojo yeah. was an accident. Yeah, but he was also a monkey. But yeah, before he was, he, like, he was like he was like a friendly pet monkey, like yeah. lab scientist assistant monkey that you know accidentally knocked over chemical X and then was screwed. Oh yeah, you're Our right. Giant, so, yeah, no, I know my shit when it's happening. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> I forgot. I forgot about his origin. Like they, had I this, knew that they had this contest years and years and years ago. That on Cartoon Network that you could win like every like enough Powerpuff Girl stuff to cover that wall. Yeah, and <sighs> I I wasn't home for the phone call, but they called and my dad had to answer the questions to get me the stuff, and he failed, and I was <laughs> so pissed. At him. Uh, <laughs> oh, good for him though. And that's why you disowned your dad. father. Yeah, no, he tried. He got the first one right, and then it was the second one. He had to name like three villains, and he could only uh, name, he could only name Mojo Jojo and him, and then he got stuck. And I was like, oh, why? Yeah, How can you not forget Fuzzy uh, Lumpkins? Come on. Fuzzy Lumpkins. Yeah, how about good old Fuzzy Lumpkins here? Princess. I'm going to pick on my banjo. Just the irony of the fact that, Evan, you picked that one. I'm not even kidding you. I come from rednecks. So he <laughs> should have. Like, 
I literally, like, we're all obsessed with country music. My uncle used to have a mullet, I have proof. And um, they, he takes off time for NASCAR to watch it every time. They, like, it's Oh, I bet he's going to make another left turn. <laughs> Your dad drove a truck. My dad does. My dad used to drive 18 wheelers. Both, both my dad and his brother drove 18 wheelers. On top of that, they both de- drive in demolition derbies. Like, we're, we're real hardcore. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, the, by the way, so the book I was thinking of was Gorilla's Rise of the Ogre, which is their autobiography that covers their origins up to uh, the end of Demon Days, which was where um, Noodle goes missing after the recording of the video for um, El Mana. Yes, yeah. El Manana. El Manana. Uh, and... Um, I, there, there's, a, there's quite a few lore videos online... I, I, the other day I watched a 20-minute video that was all the way up until the end of Humans. Uh, and and they hadn't talked about what the lore could possibly mean for the new music video. Because 2D and Russell switch places, almost. They do? Yeah, because uh, 2D was possessed. He, mm-hmm. had, uh, he had Russell's white glowing eyes. But he always has. He has black eyes. Oh. No, he because, has black eyes. Because, um, because 2D is not blind, but visually impaired. Oh. So, um, so at the end of he, the video... Because he, he had his first eye damage when he got run over by Murdoch. Yes. And then while Murdoch was taking care of him, they got into another accident and that ruined the other eye. But it made his brain work again and yeah. his voice came out the way it is now. Yeah. Oh. So, uh, so... So at the end of the music video, Russell has the black eyes and trips 2D, and then 2D's white eyes go away, and he goes back to the black eyes, and he can no longer skate like he like he could. So so 2D was possessed by somebody, but we don't know who. I didn't even notice that. Yeah. But then when Russell, after he trips him, doesn't he get the white eyes back? I don't remember. Maybe. So. Can you send me that lore video? Yeah, absolutely. I'll post it on link the link. Link in the description. Yeah, I'll post yeah. it in the link. Yeah. Um, it would be so cool, because I, I know he's not going to show up on here, but it would be so amazing if they found a way to bring back Ghost Rapper Dell. Oh, yeah, I know! Yeah. Um, he was <laughs> but awesome. I, I, I know he's on a new album. Snoop Dogg is going to be on the new album. There's only oh, going boy. to be two songs with guests on there. Everything else is going to be all... You know, 2D focused and oh, other great. band members too. As That's really surprising. As long as Snoop Dogg doesn't bring Martha Stewart, we're good. <laughs> <laughs> they go everywhere together, guys. But like, they're best friends. <laughs> you can't split up best friends. <laughs> Especially those with good kush. <laughs> and that was Into the West! <laughs> so, the next, thing, the next thing that we want to talk about, you guys have spoken on Twitter. And you've said, hey, idiots, you guys haven't done Waifu Watch since you started Con Month, idiots. So, so, uh. Keep in mind, he's saying idiots because he doesn't like to say the C word. That's the one word I won't say, so I'm not helping with that. Um, uh, I don't say many four letter words. Sometimes, sometimes you hear me. Uh, either way. Bank. Yeah. <laughs> fire. Fire. Um,. We want to do a waifu watch, and we didn't get any... Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices 
down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Specific recommendations as far as Waifu Watch goes. But... We have been talking about one thing for this entire season so far, and that, of course, is Sword Art Online. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's, uh, it's, it's Umo Sume. Uh, you have me worried there for a second. Well, did we, have we done a Sword Art Online waifu watch? No, and I hope we never No, because no one here likes it. I miss <laughs> that anime. Um, so, <laughs> so, you and run just my you. Car. <laughs> wow. So, Umo Sume... <laughs> is a wonderful show about horse girls that we've been talking about this entire season, and every episode we have a reason more and more and more to like it. Uh-oh. Greg's broken. <laughs> Just the way he, he said it. <laughs> I'm sorry, continue. I'll laugh in quiet. <laughs> um, so we're, we're going to be talking about, and we know we, we've had people, fans like Haru, and fans like... Mega Daffy and fans like everybody who's just like, what even is a, uh, an Uma Musume? I'm I'm so afraid to start watching the show, etc., etc., because there's so many waifus to choose from. Uh, and and horse girls guys are amazing, and so is Uma Musume. So have they taken over your cat girl session? No. Okay. Uh, that probably will never happen. Okay, so I was like, wait a minute. And there's only one thing that can compete with a cat girl, and that's a dog girl. So. Cat girls, really? are, cat girls are still like really? on the top. Okay, of course. Um, <laughs> duh. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, Uma Musume waifus. Now, there's only three of us here who have actually started watching Uma Musume. Correct. Yes. Um, so, so this this it conversation. Looks cute. It yeah. does look really cute. Well, and like I said, it's a non fan service, wonderfully animated, like high See, animation the fact budget. That, the anime. fact that you said non fan service, I'm very confused. Well, that's what's so. I mean, like. Well, Victoria, you haven't been on the past couple episodes, but we were so ready to hate this this show. And so ready to... It's not that we were ready to hate it. We were ready to call it trash. And laugh at it yes, hard. Yeah. But then we watched it more and more and more and found out, oh my gosh, there's no fan service. Oh my gosh, there's an actual story. Oh my gosh, these characters are lovable. Oh my gosh, these characters have personalities. What is oh happening? Oh my gosh, the comedy is actually funny and not yeah. just, oh, skirt was flipped up. Yep. So waifus. Uh, and a- as you know, a lot of people have been to My Wife Who's Not Weird, our, the panel that we run at Anime Boston, and you so know... So mad I didn't get to go this year. <laughs> you, uh, you, have, you would have known about oh, Uma Musume. Yeah, you, you would have known about premiered the trailer there. Uh, and so we talk about waifus as a fact of, you know, oh, like, this is really fun, let's talk about waifus, and uh, understand the science behind the why, why our brains pick up waifus, and that's the whole purpose of Waifu Watch, because we like to talk about why waifus and why waifus in series like this. 
So, uh, I, I'll start. Okay. So I have some too. So my waifus, or my potential waifu material characters in Uma Musume come down to basic, oh my gosh, that's a really cute character, or hey, their personality quirk is really funny. Mm-hmm. Uh... Probably from best to worst. Uh, no, I can't put them in a specific order. So there's, uh, what's her name? Amazon. Uh, Amazon. I forget her name. Sorry, my brain went straight to Amazon Prime. Yeah. Right. Um, like, wait, what? Let me guess. Is she a dark skin character? She is. Or? She's the dark skin character with a fa- uh, with a with a single I'm funny. shocked. Uh, so it, your favorite look? Yeah. Uh, Hishi Amazon. Hishi Amazon. I've known them long enough to know. (laughs) So Hishi Amazon is one of those dark-skinned fang characters who has a snooty, bratty attitude that is really funny. I really enjoyed those kinds of characters. Next up uh, would be uh, the the character last episode that I couldn't get her name right, and she had that really clever, funny joke Mm -hmm. that she did about how she can't race, but she's got to do whatever. Um, Her name is Goldship. Golden Chip. Yep. And I love Golden Ship. You know what I didn't even realize? Her name's Golden Ship. She is designed in the same way that a Conte Collection character is designed. Is she? Yes, yeah, she, she is. She's got those headphones on the side, which some of the characters in Conte Collection have. Right. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. Golden... Is, that, is that the character who always injures her eye, too? Yes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and the reason why I was getting confused at her name last mm-hmm. time is because they they did one of those Japanese things and mashed her name together, and they just call her Golshi. Yeah. So, but her name is Golden Ship. Uh, I really like her because I love her dynamic in the show, where she doesn't race and she's just kind of a recruiter, <clears throat> yep. and it's really funny to watch her quirkiness amongst the other girls because her personality doesn't really match towards the rest of the characters but i love her placement in the show finally uh as far as waifu material goes it almost gets no screen time and i have no idea why why i like her so much but i do probably because she's just a really well-designed character and her personality is very tomboyish and that's vodka mm-hmm. i love vodka i think vodka is a really funny character, especially because she's always butting heads with that other character. Like, her character quirk is that I am going to butt heads with this other character. We're going to have a rivalry. Yeah. I'm just Googling them as yeah. they say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. what I figured. I just want to see. Yeah, so Victoria's... I Victor- Huh? I know how to Google things. <laughs> yeah, I know. I can do stuff. But Victoria is also, like, Googling them as, as it goes. I and then know who they are. Yeah, and, and being like, oh, yeah, it's Andrew. Oh, yeah, it's Andrew. Oh, yeah, it's Andrew. Oh, yeah, it's Andrew. I've oh, got yeah, two. Andrew. I've got two for this show. And I would say that my first one is uh, Tokai Teo. Who, she's the character who obsesses over the class president. Mm-hmm. Uh, a really, like, a decent runner in the thing. But she's, like, her, her character job is to obsess over the president. The president's pretty cool, too. But because uh, but this character is like a shorter, smaller version who idolizes the president and dresses like her and everything like that. And I don't know what it is about her, but I like her. <laughs> Excuse me. I was gonna say I don't know why, but that one just doesn't scream you. So I'm like, okay. Yeah, and then the other one is uh, Daiwa Scarlet, uh, who is the one that butts head with vodka. Vodka. Yeah, it, it, on the other end of the. Yep. Yeah. There it is. Yeah. <laughs> so, so the two of those, so vodka and her are the ones who are always challenging each other and butting heads 
and being like, oh, like, you're wearing a really cute dress. And it's just like, well, my dress is cuter than your dress. And then they, like, start fighting. <laughs> and then they hate each other. Well, the, uh, the, I mean, who doesn't like Special Week, though, is the, uh, is the other question, too. Yeah. I think, I feel like Special Week is, like, the top tier of, like, the waifus. It's like when you look at, uh, the world God only knows, and you look at all the potential waifu characters, and then you're like, it's Elsie. Of course it's Elsie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right? Exactly. Uh, so, right, yeah. So, I mean, Special Week is, you know, an, obvious choice because she's the main character and clearly the most developed so you're gonna learn the most about her so obviously you know she's set up for that but the good thing about that character is is that they are successfully developing her to the point where you can actually like her as a character which is important for a show like this because otherwise if the main character in the show isn't important then you're gonna end up with trash who puts out the show uh what, what what are they called? It what's the studio who puts out the show, Evan? PA Works. PA right. Works. PA they, Works. They've so, done things like Shirabako. Yeah, and Shirabako is probably and one Sucker of the greatest, Quest. Yeah, is probably one of the greatest animes ever put out. Uh, it's anime about how Japan makes anime. Cool. Um, and it's not one hundred percent accurate, but it's pretty good. There, there was an anime that I was watching a little while ago that was like the girl. Uh, that might be Funimation because it's always I always watch Funimation. But uh, there was like a girl who I think she was in video games. Maybe, maybe it wasn't. Oh, that's. Anime. Video games? Maybe. New game. That's New Game. That one. New yes, game. that's the one I thought of when you said Here's the picture of the actual vodka. Oh, yeah, that's the other thing, an too. an actual horse? That's the I, other every thing, single too. one of the horse girls in the show is based off of a real racing horse. Are you serious? And the events that happen in the show are based off of real races that they've had. That's pretty cool. For example, one of the characters in the show hurts her ankle and cannot race for the time being. And if you know your race horse lore... You would have already known that that was going to happen in the show because it had already happened. Which is why it's a bummer that Derek's not here because Derek is like big. And if, the, oh, yeah. if, if that's any sort of consolation, this we might know how this show is going to end because our main character, Special Week, died five days ago. Or rather, uh, actually, like it's, a couple weeks ago. Yeah, died a the couple weeks ago. Day? Yeah, the, the, the horse actual Special Week passed away. And oh. that's like the main character of the show? Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay. <laughs> that's like it's like oh no. Um, There's gold. Quick, we gotta rewrite the ending. It's gonna be super sad now. Yeah, they gonna. How, how did you find that out? What did is you... it like when Doug and Magic had, you, you fall in love with everybody, and then all of a sudden your heart is just destroyed and you want to die? <laughs> like... uh, Madoka Magica made me want to kill myself. Uh, <laughs> I told you guys that's the one that they use as the distraction to keep me in the room while James is hiding in my apartment, right? The proposal. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> I remember that story. Oh, yep. here's the real, um, the real Tycho, the one that, that I, <laughs> That's cute. you can actually find these horses. Yeah. Like That's if you so look them weird. up, see? See? That's so funny. Oh, oh, here's special week. Here's special week. Oh, that's awesome. I'll, uh, and for everybody who wants to follow along, I will put the Google link in the description to, so that you know what I looked up in order to find these characters. Here's the president. This is the class president. There. Oh, yeah. It's, that's pretty cool. The it, resemblance is uncanny. I know, right? <laughs> so it's actually kind of a bummer that I'm not in Japan right now because I would be buying the crap out of Uma Musume merchandise. Yeah. I, I, I can almost guarantee that if I went to Animate, Animate is or like a really... It's basically any new anime that's coming out in the season mm-hmm. or mangas or anything that's brand new coming out, Animate is the one that releases it, all the new stuff. So anim- when I went to Animate, when I was in Japan, that's where you could find 
just everything merchandising. Like they had soccer request stuff. They had, they had well, oh, they did. They had new game stuff. So I had bought a bunch of new game stuff. Uh, but what, what's the one I'm thinking of, Evan? The one. Urara Meirochu? No, the the one that we that we both like now about the girl, the little girl. Well, everything and, was Pop Team Epic, and, and uh, she she's lazy. Damn it! Why can't I think oh, of it? Umaru Chan. Umaru Chan. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> they had tons of Umaru Chan stuff there. Everything was Umaru Chan. I just want to point out that the character designs based off of the real horses. I like how I was trying to figure out why all the characters in the show have like a white stripe of hair in the front. And I was like, oh, that's stupid. Why are they doing that? But the horses themselves actually have a white pattern going down their nose. That happens a lot, like, I've noticed, on horses. Yeah, it does. And I was trying to figure out why they were doing the hair thing because it's weird that all the characters have such similar designs, but all the horses have that similar design too, which mm. is... A new thing that I learned. Evan, we haven't talked about your waifus for Umosuna yet. All right, so besides um, besides Special Week, the one horse girl that I think is probably my favorite, and what makes her really interesting is the fact that despite her like can-do attitude, she has not won a single race yet, and that is Haru Urara. Yeah, the pink-haired one, right? Yes, the pink-haired one, and I love the design. And if you ever for look closely at her, you'll notice that she's always covered... And like band aids and cuts and bruises, oh, but that's yeah, because yeah, yeah. she's always working hard, even though she hasn't won a single race. It doesn't change the fact that she still is determined to keep on going out there and being as best as she can be. Also, a really good joke from the beginning of the series where she is the first friend that Special Week makes and like brings her to her class and everything is in- introducing her to everything, and then the uh. And then the bell rings and she leaves and she and special he's like, You're not even in this class <laughs> I would say even this one is I'm actually surprised none of you mentioned this character. I don't know if it's because she's the American in the group or not, but El Corn de Pasa is such a great character as well. I like her personality, this optimistic, very loud, cheerful kind of character. She kind of has that enthusiasm that you would see someone in an American audience have compared to something like a Japanese audience. Uh, Another good horse girl is uh, Fuji Kiseki. Fuji Kiseki. Not because she has a very prominent role in the show, but I just like her design. Uh, she's got that... kind of looks like a matador. Yeah, well, she she has like... Oh, well, that's El Condador, right? Or no, like, no, 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 no. Fujikiseki actually uh, has like a kind of like matador kind of look to her outfit, too, if you look closely. Uh, I'm not looking at her outfit. I'm more looking at her... Like, she has, she has that pierced ear, like the one that's just covered with metal. Yes, yes. Yeah. But if oh. you look at look at her outfit, it looks like she's about to tame a bull. This is uh, this is the girl who <clears throat> runs the dorm, right? Yes, correct. Yeah, there's a see. So that's one of the things that I really loved about Uma Musume to begin with is every single character is expertly designed. Mm-hmm. Every single character has a very, very, very appealing design. They're identifiable. Yeah, you know they, exactly who they are, regardless of whether you know they their have name a job. Or not. They have a job on the show. A role. Yeah. Yeah. A role to play. So, yeah. So, like, is everyone in the world part horse or just... No. No. That's what's really interesting about the lore of the show. If you want to figure or go deeper into that, listen to Wicked Anime episode 139, I think. Because we talk about horse breeding in this (laughs) universe and try to figure, wrap our brains around it. Because there are no horse boys in this this show. Okay. And, yeah. So... Think about that. So then when they're racing, are they playing, are they like 
a, a track meet type of thing or kind of because there's no because there's no because there's no betting in the show either like nobody nobody in the audience is betting on these horses it's kind of like watching the the track running at the olympics okay but like do people see it as a like a track meet or do they they see it as a horse racing event like yeah it's like horse racing stadium they're at like kentucky derby size places okay I mean, I'm intrigued by it, but at the same time, I'm just like, what? And then after they win, they do a, a an idol dance. Oh, God. Yeah. Okay. But, uh, but they they only show that at the end of the first and second episode, and then they never show it again. Okay. Yeah, there's a couple of... I mean, but, but not like, not not like not in the first song. or the second Yeah, not episode. a whole song. So, are their career prospects, like, limited to horse racing? That's pretty all much. Yes, pretty much. Oh, that's you know they really didn't go deep into that. I yeah. would be curious because the the people who make this game, Psy uh, Games, uh, they come to PAX East every year, and I was a little bit disappointed that when they came, they didn't have anything related to Umamasume. But if they're there next year at PAX East, I'm pretty damn certain that they're going to be showing off Umamasume stuff. Yeah, just just for a little origin story for you guys who haven't been on the past couple episodes, this is based off of a mobile game. We actually talked about this. Umusume mm-hmm. as the mobile game like two or three years ago on okay. on on Wicked Anime, uh, so and you were probably on that episode, say, but it's like, been so long that you. Just... I feel like I I do feel like I've heard you mention it before. Well, because we this, we but... watched the trailer on it. like I actually have the mobile game trailer okay. to it, and I still have it on my computer on this thing, so we can okay. watch it afterwards. Yeah. But it's based off the mobile game. All right, that's yeah. strange. <laughs> yeah. So that was oh. life of love. Well, we should tell Victoria, too, that there is no such thing as actual horses in Uma Musume as well. What? There's yeah. horse girls, and there's and that's it. What? So no horses. There's no, no jockeys, horse right? boys. No oh. jockeys. There's trainers, though. Yeah, no jockeys. Who I train? hope there's no jockey, like someone gets piggybacked across yeah. the like. So these trainers, like, train. I'm really trying to ride. Are the trainers horses, too? <laughs> They're, they're just they're just they train the girls as if they're runners like like a trainer would train a runner but are there trainers horse girls but no no they're no humans but they're horses all right <laughs> it's anime greg so that means so, so if horses didn't exist then that means that they just went oh these people are different let's put them in no uh so there was a at the, the very first episode there's like this little uh, mythical story of basically a horse god that took a, a like a horse from our world and made this horse essence in this other world. So this is like an otherworldly dimension from our world and created the horse girl. Okay. And they talk about it for like five seconds maybe in the fir- at the very beginning of the first episode and then they go right into special week. Alrighty then. <laughs> Do you have the first episode of this? It's on Crunchyroll. It's, Crunchy Crunchy it's all on Crunchyroll. <laughs> I feel like we need to watch at least an episode. Yeah. <laughs> of this. I mean, otherwise, I kind of feel like I need other people to be there. Yeah. <laughs> to be like, what is happening? Yeah. More data analysis. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> For scientific reasons. Should, let's do that and let's record it. Okay. So, let's talk about um, something very special to my heart in... Uh, in 18 years? He even wore the shirt for this guy. <laughs> yeah, he is wearing his Fooly Cooly. Uh, so 18 years ago, Fooly Cooly uh, graced America with its uh, presence, and it became my favorite years later, and I hunted down everything. I physically own three copies of the entire series, 
Uh, Why three? Well, one was I found uh, a bootleg copy of it when it was um, when when it was out of print, mm-hmm. and then slowly over the years, I tracked down the original DVD releases when they released them in two episode volume sets. Okay, Andrew found one for me for my birthday, I think. Um, and then the third one it was the Blu-ray release from Funimation when Funimation re. Okay. It's Licensing. kind of the same thing with me and Elfin Lead. I so I vaguely remember you getting the Blu-ray copy. Yeah. Um, How many copies do you have of Elfin Lead? Two or three. So, uh, now, last night, from uh, the, the June 2nd, at midnight, Fully Cooly Season 2 premiered. Uh, 18 years later, in America, 19 years if it was Japan, because it, it came out in Japan in 1999. Wow. Um, so... How was it? It was... I enjoyed it. It was strange. and As expected, it was strange. And it was very much, like, stuff that I didn't like, which was awakening sexual behavior in children. Yeah. And I was like, "Uh, I don't know how I feel about that. It... To me, it wasn't very fooly cooly. I... I kind of disagree. I think it was very fully cool. It was slower than the first episode. It wasn't really. strange enough mm. for me. It, <laughs> it, no, seriously. Uh, Greg, you watched the first episode, and Greg is yes. going to uh, tell us what he thinks about the first episode of Fully Cooly in just a minute. But uh, I do not think season the season two, they played it safe. Mm-hmm. It was not the animation quality and the weirdness that was the original Fully Cooly. They had funny, they, like they had great character designs. So get me wrong about that. And it all looks like pencil sketch, the same way that the original Fully Cooley was. Looks like it was hand drawn. And, and the animation like was top. The ani- the animation was great, but they didn't push it in the same way that the original Fully Cooley was pushed. We didn't have characters with that super D moment that they. Although the first character that turned into like that little cat silhouette, <laughs> but that was as weird as it got. Yeah. They but might she, be, like, just testing the waters with the first one. They could be, but I think that the majority of their audience are going to be people who have already seen Fully Cooly true. 1. Yeah. Very but true. She, she is a very cute main character. She is. She's great. Which uh, I'm hesitant to say because she's a middle schooler, but I, I'm not talking about cute as in, like, oh my gosh, waifu material. I'm talking, it's just, characters can be cute. Mm-hmm. Characters can be cute. She's cute. Right. It could right, also right, be right. network television, so they have to kind of, as she's, Victoria said, like, pushing, testing the envelope type thing. They want to make sure they're not crossing any lines. And <laughs> they don't get cut off the air well yeah. the and it, but they also don't want to uh i mean because they're not doing anything that's unsafe they're they're just they're kind of playing it safe is the thing and i think because it's been so long since the first fooly cooly that the audience is a little bit different now yeah so so it can't be this we're reintroducing you to fooly cooly it's absolutely insane because mm-hmm. people will just be like i don't understand this i don't get it what's happening so this is a little bit more comfortable leading into it yeah and and that i think that was part of it too even though i also don't think that they gave us enough information as well because at the end of the at the end of the first episode of fully cooly uh the robot comes out of now head mm-hmm. and that's great and dandy but at the end of this first episode too something else comes out of the 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 main character girl's head mm-hmm. and it's almost like we weren't ready for it we, there wasn't enough explained to us in order for that to happen as opposed to the original fully cooly where we were like all right a robot just came out of Nauta's head and he's fighting another robot great 
I am ready for this. We did not feel this way in, in this episode. I felt like there was much more that needed to be explained. Um, Greg. Yes. You saw the first... I showed you the first episode before we started recording. Yes, I'm still brand new to Fully Coolie. I just put it on my list of animes to watch since I'm still a novice at all this fun stuff. Yeah. And, uh... You can so, a lot of novices and then turn them yeah. slowly. <laughs> yeah. That's I mean, our pet project. It's, it's awful. It's terrible. No, I, th- I think it's amazing. as we go. Yeah. I love being the guinea pig. <laughs> <laughs> so, he was... Uh, John was telling me about how this is his favorite anime, and I was like, yeah, I want to try watching it. So, we threw on a, the first episode, and man, did I not understand crap about it. Yeah. <laughs> but, I did... That's have, kind of the point. I, I did have a theory about what... It could be. And this is the part that I wanted to hear. I want to say it's something to do with there's. He seems to have this like. He's like afraid of like female characters and he's just like not comfortable talking with girls or something. Maybe this is a point in his life where he's starting to go through puberty because he looks like he's nine or ten. But what really throws me off is these older girls who are like, I think, what, 15, 20 years old, are like hanging out with him and like touching him inappropriately. And I'm just like, what's going on here? So maybe there's been like abuse in his past or something that I'm not catching. And I feel like I'm way off base on this, but this is the only thing I could really gather. You're not 100% wrong. I'm not going to tell you what you're right and wrong about, okay. but uh, it, it's... It is uh, mainly focused on, like, Fully Cooley is a coming-of-age story. Actually, it's, it's an adolescent story. It's an adolescent story, yeah. I actually have, there's a couple of really good videos out there, um, a couple good video essays on YouTube that really explain Fully Cooley, because it's not a coming-of-age story. Um, it's mainly about a kid who, like, adolescence and being 10 years old is weird. Right. So, therefore, weird things happen around you. And that's kind of the direction that the story goes in. Because, like, when you're 10 years old and you look at the adult world, because there's a lot of adults in Nauta's life, and he's looking at all these adults not acting like adults. I don't think I ever realized he was 10. Yeah, he's he's 10 or 11. Oh my god. He seemed really no, young. I remember, I thought he was 12. No, because he hasn't been, he's in elementary school still. He hasn't gone into middle school. Well... I know at the end of this first season, he is starting in middle school. Cause yes. I thought, cause that's when you, cause for me, I started middle school when I was 12 years old. Right. So I, I honestly, I think he's, but they also, they also go to, um, they go to school at different times. I think they go to sixth grade is, is, uh, grade school for them. I think you might be right. Cause yeah, no, yeah. So he would be 11. Yeah. I think he was 11. Wow. But, um, but yeah, so, but that's the idea is that like, there's all these adults, around Nauta, and they're all acting strange. They're not acting the way that they're supposed nope. to be doing. Uh, okay, I actually have it here. Nauta is a 13-year-old protagonist. No way. Is? Yep. That's too That old. surprises me. He sounds way too young for 13. Nah, not necessarily. That actually, 13-year-olds think they're older than they really are. So. <laughs> that really does surprise me. I, I did not know that, and that's something new to me. But regardless, it, that doesn't change the fact that... Shh, that is <laughs> that is a time where uh, the world around children, both like like everybody, they, yeah, their their worlds are changing, and so that's kind of what the show's about is how weird the world is when it changes around you. I also feel like he's being peer pressured is a theme in this and. One of the things I picked up on, although it's a little clue to me, is uh, the cigarette and on his shirt it says like 90 degree. And to me, 
that says straight edge, and the girl, I forget her character name, I'm Mimi. so sorry, yeah, no, no, no. Has, has a cigarette in her mouth, and it's like, maybe Never knows best to yeah. trying to pressure him into, like, doing drugs, and he wants to, like, stay straight edge, like, with the shirt. That's an interesting observation, but uh, that 90 degrees is uh, part of a baseball diamond. And I, I well, okay. So. I mean, like yeah. at face value, that's what it is. Just so you know, okay, it's a, it's a it's a baseball diamond, um, and yeah. So I, I mean, maybe I've never thought of that before. Uh, you know that he's that he's the only straight edge character in the he's show. He's the and right angle, mm. yeah. yeah. Where everybody uh, else is like all you know, cigarette wavy. I don't know how a cigarette bends like that, by the way, because it was not straight. It was like <laughs> go like this in her mouth, and I was like, what? Um. So, so when it comes to the premiere of season two, we're introduced to this female character who we don't know her origins and we don't know her connection to the rest of the Fooly Cooly story. Yep. And what's the name of the company called? Medical Mechanica. Medical Mechanica is still a presence, but it's not the same Medical Mechanica. It's there. It's a different division of Medical Mechanica because her mother. Who is, this is the most mysterious character to me mm-hmm. of the brand new season. Her mother says in the show, you know, oh, this is, it looks the same as my old town. Yeah. So now, so, and that was, so that's just an intro. And my mind was blown just by the fact, because I was like, who is this character? Yeah. And we don't know. They, they do not tell you who she is. And then she says... I wonder where he is. I wonder if he's coming back. And I'm like, who is she talking about? And it's driving me insane because it, that's just crazy. Is this Mamini? Is that is the mom Mamini? I don't think so. I don't. I well, but, who was the other girl that was uh, with uh, the big eyebrow uh, guy? Oh yeah, um, you mean that dark skin girl? Yeah, yes. the dark the dark skin girl who is Commander Amaro's assistant. Uh, definitely not her. Pretty sure it's, it's not. Her. Okay. Yeah, but because it's that and her, or could it be? Um, uh, what? Uh, I can't believe I'm blanking on her name too. The other, the girl who gets the uh, Nina Mori. Yes, you can think it could be Ari Nina Mori. That that was actually before before I thought in my head that the mother could be Mamimi. My my first thought was, oh, this is Nina Mori. And I don't know why I thought that, but I, the dot, I'm thinking but, of, I'm because th- okay, so I haven't watched it yet, but, but from what you're saying is considering the fact that she is wearing cat eared headphones and the episode three had Nauta with the cat ears, I'm thinking it could be her. I'm thinking it could be Nina Mori. It could be, and especially because the mother has brown hair. We haven't seen the father yet, and the daughter has black hair. Nauta has black hair, but we don't know. I don't think there's any relation whatsoever. But so here's a, here, yeah, it's true. And that, then there's that that theory that it has nothing to do with any of the old characters. Um, but we have this really interesting perspective because in the first episode, we're introduced to basically the the main cast that we're going to be watching the whole series. And so there's a boy in the class. Our, our in this series, we're following the girl, mm-hmm. and. She is taking on the role of Mamimi, not as like a bratty smoking older woman, 
But as the girl, how Mamimi says, I'm about to overflow and her head hurts. That's what's happening to her. And she's watching from an outside perspective, this other kid in her class who has a bandaid on his forehead. And he says, oh, it's weird. My teacher is living with me. I don't know what's happening. And that's what happened to Nauta. Because Haruko was living at Nauta's house. The difference is this new character, this boy in the classroom is bragging about yeah about his teacher because to, to his friends who's yeah. just like oh pretty woman is living with me and they're like oh you sleeping with her and i was like okay this is our middle school students this is odd there's a new character with a bass guitar yes who comes after uh our cat ear headphone main character and uh she doesn't have a vespa she has like a classic like a trans cat- tra- yeah like a cadillac that she drives in and this Cadillac runs over our main character girl with, uh, and the thing of the, there's some clear polar opposites that I was questioning from the Fully one and Fully two. Uh, one, she says that was really, she gets out of the car and says that was really close. She was about to overflow. The second yep. thing she says is to the mother, I'm sorry, ma'am. It turns out that your, your, your daughter is fine. still alive and she's, unfortunately, she's, she's going to be fine. As opposed to the first episode of Fooly Cooly, where Nauta is not close to overflowing at all and Haruka is, Haruko is trying to get something out of his head and she is devastated that she could have killed him. Mm-hmm. So, there are polar opposites going on between these two characters here that are that I, I don't know whether or not it has to do with the fact that one of them's one of the characters was male and one of the characters was female and you treat that awakening differently than and so I think that the goal of Fully Cooly 2 is to say what would happen if this was coming from a female perspective. We're not focusing on the male of this series because we already know what happens with a male with Nauta. But in this series, we have a female. Why is it different? How is it different? That's what we're going to find out. I'm I'm excited. I I, I look Sounds forward. To, I'm excited. Yeah, I look forward to seeing more. I have other notes. Plus, I like our headphones. Um, yeah, they're literally like what Greg's wearing right now. Yeah. Uh, there is a scene in the where she we see this girl, our new main character. She has a job. She's a waitress in a cafe. And in her I, mom's cafe. Her mom's cafe. Because right? they live upstairs and the cafe's downstairs. Yeah, and now this family owned a bakery. And mm-hmm. now they own a cafe. And they lived upstairs and the bakery was downstairs. Yep. Uh, it's pretty much like the, literally the exact same house, mm-hmm. too. Um, so who is mom? We've already covered. Uh, in the in the cafe, there was a part where these old guys were talking. That's and right. And across yep. from the old this old guy, there was a dude wearing a hat who had red hair. And they specifically covered up his eyebrows with the ca- the baseball cap. So it could be very much Commander Amaro. It could be. And he looks the same age, if not younger. Uh, just Yeah, that was right. He should, be, he should be much older. So because of that, I think Amaro is actually going to be a character in this at some point, and he's going to come back, and he's going to... Because, I mean, if Haruko is still around, then so should Amaro. Yeah. They were, they were the polar opposites of each other, and they were the two that drove the story home as who was good and who was evil. And what and and the decision making between the characters. So we'll find out. 
Uh, but I am looking. Uh, obviously, I'm looking forward to more Cooly Cooly too. Who wouldn't be if you were a fan? So, so first mm. we're getting first we're getting progressive, right? Yep. It's fully yep. Cooly progressive is season two, and then fully Cooly alternative alternative is season three. Yeah, which is coming yes. out. Oh, and I've seen way, the, I, and I've seen the, the 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 first episode when they did the whole April Fool's thing, and I don't know if I remember mentioning it on the show, but it isn't as wacky as. As Fully Cooly the original was, but it has that indie film vibe that Fully Cooly the original series had, though. Yeah, yeah. Which reminds me, the soundtrack is awesome. Yes, we should. Yeah, I was actually just about to say that we should talk about the soundtrack. Um, the new Pillows music really works with it. It is awesome. I was very happy that they played Little Busters at the end of the first episode. Well. Yeah, um, they did it the same way, the same exact formula that they did with the original Fully Cooly, but. The Pillows have a new remastered recorded version of Little Busters for this series. They re-recorded it. Yay. Nice. Which means that when they start their American tour what? this summer, um, they are. I, I imagine that they are going to be playing at least Little Busters. Which you and Evan have already bought your tickets for. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and is sold out, too, by yep. the way. They, it is. They first I, sold it, out at the Sinclair, and they were like... Let's move it to someplace bigger. And then that sold out as well. Yep. Which I've seen the pillows. I saw the pillows back in 2008. I could not get a ticket. Not because I didn't buy one before they were sold out, but because I cannot take time off of work to go see them. Right. They're playing uh, on a Tuesday. Yeah. That's tough. It's really That's tough. tough. It is tough. And but I've already taken all the, my time we off. Should, we should make the note that we've actually known about this tour for months. But we yes, were sworn we, to secrecy. This, this, was, this was, I think we talked about it on the last episode that we have inside information. On something special that's happening? No, it was yeah. a couple. It was a few episodes. Oh, ago. I know it was a few episodes back, but this was the inside information that we knew about. We knew that yeah. the pillars were coming along, so we were prepared for this because we're special. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I'm I'm wondering. Here's here's my thought for the concert is because if you look up the concert, it says the pillows featuring Fooly Cooly. Which is really interesting. Two things that I'm wondering. One, are we going to see something new Fooly Cooly during this concert? Probably not. Two, are they going to be playing old stuff? Are they going to oh, be playing 20... For, sh- for sure. Yeah, are they going to be playing 20-year-old tracks for well, this concert? They, I'm pretty sure that they're going to play playing a mixture of old and new. I mean, they still play a lot of their classic stuff today. I mean, you can't have a Pillows concert and they don't play Ride on Shooting Star and Little Busters. I mean, come on! Mm. Uh, even if you saw the Adult Swim interview with the Pillows, you, they said that right on Shooting Star was like was what made you know what was. If they skipped out on Fully Cooly, it would have been the biggest mistake of their career. Yeah, that's what yeah. they said during the interview. So, and they were saying what we were kind of rude to the guy. They he wanted <laughs> oh he wanted something like One Life, and we gave him this song, and it was like oh this is awesome. So it was yeah. like oh okay that's cool. <laughs> well, that's great. <laughs> yeah. Because they awesome. had that mentality of, oh, we don't want to sell out. And we, we think about doing like a song for something. It feels like, oh, maybe we're doing something like for a commercial or something along those lines. That was a mentality that they had when they were first brought into this concept of Fully Cooly. But then when they realized, oh, this, this show made them big, not just in Japan, but also the rest of the world. Right. I mean, that's when they realized, oh, if we had really screwed this up, we may not have been as popular as we are now. So we don't really have too much time to go through any kind of fan service that we may have received this episode of Sorry, unfortunately, but 
next next episode we can discuss a little bit more after we've kind of gone through anything that we've gotten and received. Yeah, I was too busy talking about the things that I want. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want. He was so, so excited that it was going to be a full weekly episode. <laughs> but, uh, of course, you can always email us and we'll get back to you. Uh, if you, you can email us at wickedanimereviews at gmail.com. That's wickedanimereviews, all one word, at gmail.com. You can also find us at facebook.com, where most of you guys always seem to message us because you like hanging out with us on Facebook. Uh, you can find us at facebook.com slash wickedanime, where you can message us, look at uh, look up our news articles, comment on any uh, links that we may have posted. You can find out about our events that we're going to, anything that you wanted to learn about uh, the Wicked Anime community. You can also find us at nerdyshow.com slash wickedanime, if you're not listening to the podcast right there, right now, because you can also find the podcast on places like iTunes and Stitcher and Podchasers and pretty much anywhere you can find podcasts. You can also just Google search Wicked Anime podcast. And of course, at nerdyshow.com slash wickedanime, you can also find our videos, but you want to go find the videos over at youtube.com slash reviews. We have new videos. Yeah, we just posted our interview videos with Steve Bloom, Mary Elizabeth McGlynn, and so Stephanie Shea. The Mary Elizabeth McGlynn interview is probably one of the best interviews that Wicked She's Anime so nice. has ever done. I met her when mm. I was in Comic Con, and I went back to her like three times, and she was so nice. Yeah, we have we have. She also blessed my dice. Uh, me and Jonathan have a have a selfie with Mary Elizabeth McGlynn. I do too. And she she had she had bought a new set of dice that she in Boston, and I mean, she brought it with her. Yeah, she should. With so sure. it was really great, and she was phenomenal to talk to. Yeah. I loved every second of that. Very but then, open, but very see, free. James loved her because she's a star a Star Wars person. Yep. Yeah. And um, she was right next to her. Now, fiance, I believe, Steve Bloom. Yep, yep. And yeah, we under, yeah, we they were under. yelling at each other. Like, um, he'd be like, Yeah, everybody's going down. Like, just being like all rebels. And she just kept yelling rebel scum at him, and it was awesome. It was a beautiful time. I love her so much. Yeah, they're, they're, they're great. And the Steve Bloom interview is also really good because the questions that I asked him, he had some really, really unique and fun reactions to them, especially when he, when I, Asked him about what's the worst job he's ever had. Oh, Ew, yeah. Oh my gosh, it's such a funny story. So go check those out on youtube.com uh, slash wicked anime reviews and give us a subscribe, hit that bell for notifications. And uh, of course, you can always, well, I mean, the bell doesn't really, you have to kind of, YouTube is being dumb now, but you know, what, what can you do? So, uh, and then of course, you can find us on all the social medias. You can find us at Twitter, you can tweet us at Yo Wicked Anime. You can find us on Tumblr at wickedanime.tumblr.com. You can find us at uh, Wicked Anna Play at twitch.tv, uh, where we play video games. I have a new gaming computer now, so now I can stream right from home when I'm playing on my computer. I've actually started playing that RPG on Steam, which is you have to fight Hiragana. It's basically learn Japanese to survive. Oh, you, <laughs> you, can only, you can only do damage to the Hiragana enemies if you know what the Hiragana says. So it's a game that teaches you how to read hiragana while you fight it, but I already know all hiragana, so the game is really easy to me. Um, <laughs> but but maybe I'll stream that on Wicked Anna Play every once in a while. So uh, and um, I think that's about it. Evan, where would you like to where would you like them to find you? All right. So for the recent news reviews podcast episodes and videos featuring members of the Boston Bastard Brigade, you can find us at www.b3crew.com if you have any questions, comments, or if you're in a band and want to be featured on our No Borders No Race podcast show. 
You can write to us at the bastards at bostonbastardbrigade.com. You can follow me on Twitter at kingbabyduckesh on the J-pop anime and video games amino pages at kingbabyduckesh and on Tumblr at b3crew.tumblr.com. Like us on Facebook.com slash Boston Bash Brigade and Facebook.com slash Land of Ash. And don't forget about all the other sites under the Land of Ash, including the Electric Sisterhood, Phil's Recap and Review, and Smash Rook. Now, No Borders No Race is coming up to its 200th episode. Wow. I've got, uh, yes, yes. <laughs> 200th episode is coming up very soon. 200th podcast episode specifically because I've been doing No Borders No Race since 2006 when it was a college radio show. Which, by the way, No Borders No Race comes from the quote from Sawao Yamanaka of the Pillows. I believe good music has no borders, no race, and is timeless. So it is safe to say that without Fooly Cooly, what I'm doing right here, right now, would not be even... It, it, I would. I have no idea what I would be doing right now, basically, if it wasn't for Fooly Cooly. Because that's how important of an anime series that was to me. So, hopefully, uh, for episode 200... It'll feature myself, John Starr, Andrew. We might have our good buddy from uh, Abstract Japan, Tyler Abstract, involved. Hopefully also Elite for Derek. I don't quite know exactly what we're going to plan. I do have some ideas for segments that we can discuss, but who knows? That's going to be coming up, oddly enough, on the day that the Pillows are playing in Boston on July 10th. That's going to be when episode 200 should be coming up. That's going to be great. The only unfortunate thing is that we're not going to be able to tell them about the Pillows concert on the 200th episode. Right. So we'll have to wait till the next episode of Wicked Anime to discuss that. Yeah. But, great. Uh, other than that, uh, as people know, I'm now living under the same roof as Elite for Derek, which is kind of sad for this episode because he's... <laughs> he's <laughs> totally ironic. Travel, but he's not here today. <laughs> <laughs> But we're hoping to do some live streaming of video games pretty soon, too. So you can check that out at twitch.tv slash Inc., which is O-M-N-I-S-T-R-Y-I-N-C. I don't know exactly when we're going to start doing that, but we'll figure something out sooner or later. All right. Well, thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Wicked Anime Podcast. We cannot wait to bring you the next episode where we're going to talk about something. <laughs> Most likely anime-related. Now that uh, I'm back to horse the girls of like not having to pay for everything and actually being allowed to have a life. <laughs> I am willing. To, I'm like scared to say it, but willing to attempt other games. It's so ironic that you be... talk about you that you have time to have a life and you choose to do an anime podcast and play video games. <laughs> I mean, that's the best kind of life. What you talking about? We just got Fallout Four. I'm not gonna have a life after that. But um, yeah. but yeah, um, I'm willing to attempt horror games again. But no VR, please, for the love of God. <laughs> I need to work up to that, okay? That's right, I wouldn't yeah, that, play that my VR system That was scary the anyway. one time I did it. <laughs> so no way touch my VR system. I would break it. <laughs> I would probably break it. But yeah. uh, we should have her play the VR bar fighting game. <laughs> I haven't even played that one yet. I should. Uh, oh, boy. I mean, if it's like fist fights, I could probably handle myself. Oh, no, 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 no. We should have her do 3D Kanojo. <laughs> yeah, that would be that would be funny. That would be funny. What is it? VR Kanojo, the know. VR girlfriend. Oh dear God! <laughs> oh, God. And by, it's a porn game. Yeah, by oh, uh, by God. illusion, the biggest porn anime porn maker in in all of Japan. Oh my God! By the way, yeah. I saw I actually saw screenshots of the uh, the new one that they're making, and 
damn, it actually looks really good. Yeah, the summer one. You guys can have yes. games for that one, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, not, but no, no, no. But if he, but if you have James play that, he might leave you for the fictional girlfriend. He might never leave Ooh. the <laughs> VR system. Yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> Just like Sword Art Online. Why do you hate it so much? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I get it. Well, it derailed from what we, it should we, have we been. Don't, we don't hate. We've we've explained this to our fans many times. We don't hate it so much. It's just way too easy. Okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> yeah. No, you're right. Yeah. Like predictable. <laughs> so, with that, it is time to sign off the only way we know how. But hopefully, as, as I progress living in the apartment, I my sleep cycle will get back to normal. Oh, I, for sure. I had um, I I very rarely have night terrors, but I do every once in a while. And usually, the night terrors that I usually have are like I'll have a bug on me, just like a bug. No, it's not like a swarm of bugs or something, but it's like a, a bug on me. It's like a spider, or there's a, something flying at my face, and I'll swat at it. Um, which I haven't hit anybody yet with that, but eventually I probably will. Yeah. Um, probably warn your future wife. Yeah. Just saying. And then like, I, I, I'll throw off the covers, I'll run and I'll turn the lights on to the room and then I'll have to check it out until I realize, oh, I was dreaming that and I can go back to sleep cause I'm not crazy. Um, <laughs> but yeah, jumping out of bed, swatting at the air and turning on the lights, definitely not crazy. Yeah. But like definitely. two nights ago, two nights ago, I had a brand new night terror that I never had before. <laughs> And there was a dark female figure standing over me on my bed. I was lying in my bed, and there was somebody, like, staring at me. Tomie? Yeah, (laughs) yeah, right. Well, that would be okay in my case, because I would win that fight. I'd just kill her. So... Uh, so with the bugs, no, you can't or... kill her because when you uh, chop her up, she becomes more to me eggs. Yeah, well, that's fine. It's, as long as I get away with it. <laughs> with with the bug, was it like a wild flail or was it like a precise slapping motion? Uh, it's very wild important. Flail. Yeah, it's, no, it's a wild flail. It's like a, it's like shooting a musket. You don't know what it's going to hit. It's just <laughs> it's just a voluntary Maybe don't action. Keep, don't keep a lamp too close to you. Just. Yeah, because your brain perceives it somewhere, so your hand perceives it wherever your brain sees it. So don't. Okay, I just what don't ever in? sleep in the same bed as John. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> you don't want to snuggle up with me? <laughs> oh, who am I kidding? I love you. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.